right, Creighton last night beating uh, UConn. Danny Hurley handled it well. He he didn't. I agree. Didn't make any excuses. Yep. Uh, gave gave credit where credit was due. Yeah. He 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 said you know we weren't good. Moved on and uh, didn't pull a patino. Yep. The exact uh, quote, if you did not hear it uh, last night, we did a bad job coaching tonight. Our players did a bad job playing. Uh, I did a bad job coaching. Your huddles aren't going to be super energized when you haven't lost in two-plus months. This doesn't happen to us very often. Yeah, we were definitely stunned. I, I think they were. They thought they were going to get the same Creighton team that they played in stores. They didn't. Creighton punched them, uh, especially when you're up. And when you're up 7 nothing, you're like, hey, whoo, we are UConn. We just... Beat the brakes off of Marquette. Rolling into Omaha. All you fans can have all the fun you want. And then last night's reality uh, hit. But I, I think Danny Hurley was good after the game. Mm-hmm. I think I think he handled that uh, well. Uh, so now Creighton gets ready for a trip out to New York City to take on St. John's. And, of course, monster game tonight between Nebraska and Indiana. 7.30 tip-off in uh, Bloomington. Today is going to be an interesting day in college football. Uh, yesterday the playoff was announced. It is the five versus seven. I I can't believe that we never we never really even discussed six. So I I liked four. I was intrigued by six. You could interest me in eight, but there's a lot of money, so we go to twelve. Mm-hmm. I think now with twelve. Every year that starts, when we kick off the season, the SEC and the Big Ten are going to account for seven of the 12 spots. The ACC is going to get two, the Big 12 is going to get one, and then the group of five is going to get one. I'm sticking to that, that there are seven spots that are locked in every year for the SEC and the Big Ten. One's going to have four, one's going to have three, one's going to have three, one's going to have four. I could see a year where maybe the Big 12 and the ACC flip. Where maybe there's two from the Big Twelve, one from the ACC, and so on and so forth. But yeah, I mean, what we know was no big shock yesterday. That first of all, Notre Dame, it's time to join a conference. Secondly, the group of five, you're getting the one in, and that's it. And the SEC Big Ten, they will own. They will have more than half of that field represented. Almost, I, I, I would, I'd be shocked if it's not 100 percent of the time. Now, why, why do you think Notre Dame after yesterday has to join a conference? Because the best they could do, it's just, it's odd to think that they could be the number one ranked team in college football and the best seed they could have without having a buy would be a number five because that's how it stands right now. And I know they like their brand and being able to kind of do their own thing. And that brand has never, that, especially that football brand, has never been affiliated with a conference. But with all the changes in college football that take place now, I feel like the the environment that currently exists is not beneficial to an independent model, even one as lucrative and as strong as Notre Dame and that brand. I, I would be pissed if I played for Notre Dame and we'd been the number one team all year. The good news is you'd get a home game in South Bend. The bad news is you wouldn't get that week off. So you're not, as a team that is considered to be the best in college football, even if it was through from, from wire to wire, again, I'm not saying that would ever happen, but from wire to wire, yeah. that you would be treated as a team that is not worthy of a buy. You would not be, you would not get the benefits of being one of the four high-ranked conference champions. I think, that, I think that's an issue. I think that's a tough pill to swallow. See, I think yesterday was a good day for Notre Dame. 
that you have though that many opportunities? I think yesterday was a really good day for Notre Dame. Better than it would have been in the past in a six, ver- six plus six. Because five versus seven, there's another opportunity for a Notre Dame to get an at-large spot. Now, you're absolutely right. They aren't going to ever be one through four. They could have the Heisman Trophy winner and be a number five seed. Mm-hmm. But if I'm Notre Dame, wow. If I'm a number five seed, okay, let, let's say I'm a number five seed because we can't be one of the top four, yeah. but we are one of the top four. I love that because I'm hosting a game, and you know what? A five seed to the semifinals probably has the best path. Yeah, considering your first game that you'd be against a 12. Um, there's an argument to be made about that, but I, I just think that wouldn't wouldn't you value that time off? Wouldn't you value that week off? Now, we, did, we talked about this yesterday. Yeah, and, but if you're the five seed, you're playing the 12 seed. Yeah, and you're playing at home. I, I, I agreed there's a benefit to that, but I still think the ultimate benefit, especially as it's laid out to the top four seeds, even if you were ranked higher than them all year, not getting that, uh, that wouldn't sit well with me. I, I would, I, th- I would think that you would give up your independence just because of that. Well, and now again, there's a, there's an asterisk next to this if they don't get the new TV deal and yeah. then it changes things. But I, again, I, I'm on the side. I, 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 I'm listening to your argument. Yeah, I'm on the side that yesterday was a good day for Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I look at it differently. And and I also think, though, if I were to look at it as it, it was a potentially a good day for Notre Dame, I'd look at it from the scope of your brand is as powerful as ever and you should be a very attractive uh, candidate to join the, one of the power two, mainly the Big Ten. I don't, I don't think the ACC would really attract you. But if I'm the Big Ten, I'm saying Notre Dame. Come on, now. And the amount of money. Now, th- this would all... Okay, this is where I would change my opinion. If their TV deal all of a sudden rivals or somehow gets better than what the Big Ten revenue share is going to be. Okay, that's a that one is where you can probably say, eh, we're good with the reasons you laid out. But you have a chance to go into a conference that you're going to have already the built-in Big Two. You're always going to have a chance to be in that college football playoff as long as you're in the top three, top four, and you're going to get that TV revenue share. I don't think it's all bad to all of a sudden give up your independence for that. Now, if they came back and said, we've got this unique TV deal just for us that is right there within spitting distance of what you get in the Big Ten, okay, I would be listening then. I could understand that. nothing was new yesterday for Notre Dame. They know that they can't get a buy in the first round. Yeah. Okay, that that was known. What I'm saying is the destruction of the Pac-12 benefits Notre Dame. Because it is one more at-large spot. That is true. And think about this. So your the compromise by Notre Dame is your 13th game is going to be the first round of the playoff. I just see that as a net positive for Notre Dame. You know, I mean, look at Notre Dame. The one year they played in a conference, they found out that playing a conference t- title game can result in a loss. Yeah, is, you drop out of the top four. That's a fair point. Yeah, I just, to me, it between... What they've resisted from a an overall, an overall uh, TV revenue share and with college football starting to be a lot more beneficial to conference members as opposed to independents, I, I, I just continue to feel like as it shifts, and, and I don't know what might be down the road, but as it shifts, 
that it continues to be less and less beneficial for an independent, even one with a strong brand like Notre Dame. So at some point, do we get into two power conferences? Isn't Notre Dame going to have to? Yeah, but aren't they one? Aren't they? Aren't they always going to be one of twelve? I'd like to think so. Yeah. I and and if but Notre Dame is if Notre Dame is in the top ten, they're going to be one of twelve. Yeah. I'm just the the when um, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Get a little uh, sample size of. Uh, the one verse, tw- the one through twelve. I think as a five seed, which Notre Dame will have a good case most every year to be that first team that doesn't get a buy, is the five seed. I like your path to the semifinals. I would like it better if I had that bye week as a top four, though. Uh, if if I if I had my choices, and again, you you bring up a good question though, and the question is. Is that scenario that could play out once, what, every five, six, seven years? Is that worth giving up your independence? Okay, well then, what's the independence worth? What's that brand worth right now compared to being in a conference? Do you lose a lot of that that brand by, say, being a Big Ten school all of a sudden? I don't know if you do. Yeah, but remember, before yesterday's announcement, they knew all of this stuff, and they have Mm -hmm. no desire right now to be in a conference, and you're telling me, that just because yesterday, which actually benefited them, they're going to say, well, now we got to go to a conference. They knew before yesterday that they couldn't be one of the top four. What they got is there are seven spots that are available. As opposed to six. As yeah. opposed to six. Yeah. But I still, I, and you're right about it. they They knew the writing on the wall there. But I think it's just another move towards college football that I think is trying to gear itself away from any benefit for independent schools. And I don't think it's the last one, too, because at some point, as long as the NCAA, they're going to be, as, they're gonna have to be in one. As long as the college football committee doesn't say, well, you got to play in a conference championship game. Right. Why would Notre Dame join a league for football? Because there's the possibility of losing that championship game in a sure. conference. I strongly feel where college football is heading and where you're going to have essentially a American conference, a national conference, you know, similar to the NFL. You're going to have to be in one one of the sides anyway. There, I don't think there's going to be a college football yeah, model in the next have, ten years. But if we have a AFC and an NFC, there are no conferences, right? I mean, so but Notre Dame is in a, included. You're affiliated okay, so to one. Everybody is an independent then in that scenario. Or, but then would you consider like a division a conference? You know, would you have like a? I'm not even. Would you have like a Big Ten leaders? Con- I, I, again, I don't know if like divisions, how they break it up geographically with that, because, I, again, that's the model I think it's going to happen. Um, would those divisions serve as like, quote, conferences or not? Or would they just be, you know, something as simple as the, you know, an AFC South, an AFC North? I, I, I don't know that. I just I don't feel like college football, the way it's headed, is going to continue to lend itself to even a strong independent brand like that. And I'll be really curious to see more than anything what the, the TV network for Notre Dame's next go around will the final number be. That to me is what's going to kind of push it to. Yeah, if they get the money from NBC, there is no they, they they'll stay independent. I I, they, I think we want Notre Dame to do something, but college football playoff committee isn't like forcing their hand. So why would they change? I, again, I, I think yes, I, I'm. Yesterday was a good day. They got an extra chance to get into the playoff as an independent, and and nothing changed. Like they already knew that they would never be in the top four, and they were cool with that. If 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 they weren't cool with it, 
they would have already started the plans to mm. move to a conference. Are you are you more convinced that Florida State will move to a new conference before Notre Dame will? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, because they've they've made that very clear. I, and I still do wonder though if I mean it's hey I'm not I'm not here pro Notre Dame. I'm just telling you it's an advantage for them, and it does suck for everybody else. But until you force Notre Dame's hand, they're going to play the system and they're going to play it for Notre Dame as an independent. I still wonder, and maybe this will be known very shortly. Again, a lot of this comes down to the type of TV money they're going to get with the new NBC deal. If there is more money to gain and you do have the opportunity to, if you are one of the top four conference champions, to be there, does that does that sway you to where you not you, but does that sway Notre Dame of where you'd want to be? You're getting the money and you're having the opportunity to be a top four seed and have the advantage of that. We also don't know. Are people clamoring in the Big Ten to welcome in Notre Dame? I don't know if they, you haven't heard it as much now. No. Uh, here is uh, Chris on uh, this discussion. Good morning, Chris. Hey, guys. Uh, good discussion going on. Um, so I just got a quick thought to add in. Uh, I was initially on Nick's side yesterday when I saw this come out that Notre Dame would need to probably look to join a conference because of that top four restriction. But, Gary, you make some good points. But what about scheduling? With the comments from Matt Rule yesterday about if you're playing nine, maybe even more conference games in the future, and you're loading up these conferences and they're all good teams, and you're not going to be looking to really schedule these power teams outside of conference, does Notre Dame have any issue going down the line with scheduling and having a good enough schedule uh, to be able to keep playing their independent yep. schedule that's, that's pretty good? good. That, that's where – so they'll still have their ACC portion, but that's where – kind of teams as a collaboration could ice out Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that that would be another yeah, that would be another scenario that would have to be addressed. Yeah. Um uh, but you know we'll see that that we'll, we'll do this for 2 years and then we'll do the TV deal mm-hmm. and all of that and then we'll understand. I mean you make a really good point about the the scheduling um but there's a lot of people man they like that Notre Dame on their schedule but does USC want to continue That's with exactly Notre Dame? Exactly, I thought about does USC. Michigan, now. does right. you know the Purdue's, mm-hmm. the the other teams that have played Notre mm-hmm. Dame? Yeah, yeah. So it will it'll just be interesting because also, like you just mentioned, Florida State probably be leaving. I mean, is the ACC even going to be around that much longer? And then you get into just the super conferences. Those commissioners getting together to talk about basically making a couple big super conferences down the line. I mean, Notre Dame. It does seem that. One way or another, it's inevitable, but maybe not. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yep. Hey, Chris, thanks for the uh, phone call. Just a quick look here at future schedules for Notre Dame. Uh, they open up at Texas A&M this year. They got Purdue. Um, they're still playing Stanford, which oh, yeah. essentially, I don't know, becomes an ACC yeah. game. Is that part of the schedule agreement, though? Uh, and they've got the game against USC. Uh, USC is on the schedule through 26. Uh they have then they start a home and home with Arkansas. Uh, they've got to they got the game against Wisconsin in twenty six at Lambeau. Uh, they have a home and home for the next four years against Purdue. Whoa, five years. Then they start a home and home with Alabama. Then they start a home and home with Indiana. Uh, then they start a home and home with Florida. Then they get back on Michigan's schedule. Here's the other thing about, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm vibing with Chris about, could people come together and say, mm, you know what we need to do for Notre Dame? Mm-hmm. I bet Notre Dame is smart enough 
these contracts that they have have some major financial buyouts. I would hope in so. Them. Yeah. The, the first team I immediately thought of is USC because things have obviously changed for them as far as that schedule, how it works with the Pac-12 and the at the time the existing members and now how that works with the Big Ten. So yeah, it's, it, that's a that's a element of it. But I think, you know, where Chris is right, too, you're not going to know how that works out. Like you said, USC ends in 26 with them. That's uh, that, that's the last time it's okay. on their schedule. I'd be shocked if that one came back. I really would. And I would I would be, like even Michigan down the road, I'd be surprised. Like I could see, like Wisconsin, you're going to, and that's a Lambeau field game. You're going to stick with that one. That's a cool situation. That's the, uh, the other home and home because they play, what, Soldier Field? Yeah. Now they go to Lambeau. Yeah. Here is uh, Craig. Good morning, Craig. Hey guys, great conversation. Um, the question that's been in the back of my mind is, is it fair, I guess, um, with the ACC and the Big 12 getting a, a slot in the top four, what about if it's like a three-loss team that's ranked lower mm-hmm. than a one-loss team that's ranked higher? Is that fair? I think that bias is pretty big, but... I guess my thing is I would like to see just the, the top 12 best teams. Well, yeah, and, and Craig, to your point, like 21, what, Pitt had three losses? Is that right? As a conference champ? Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, three. So they would have been a top four with a bye as opposed to a team that, you know, whether we're talking about Notre Dame or the next best team that might have had a one loss, much diff- much more difficult strength of schedule. I, I don't know how often that will take place. But then they would be the four seed, and again, you would be salivating as the five seed. Yeah, true. That would because be then it. that would be your next point. I, I, if you I win still the think, and, and Craig, thanks for the phone call. I, I think when we get through this, as a five seed that gets to host a, a a game, and then you play a four seed at a neutral site, that four seed is is not since it's conference champions, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a Big Ten or SEC. Your path to the semifinals is actually pretty good. That's why. That's why. Like, if you're Notre Dame, you're looking at that as Hey, so we might be the number one team in the country. We can't get a top four. We're going to get a five. We're still the best team in the country. We get a home game, and then we play a four seed who is probably going to be from, you know, the ACC or the Big Twelve, and we would be a favorite. Where I agree with you on the the five through twelve, especially the five, the value of a five. I I still and it's it stinks that it happens this way. And sure, you want the bye week, especially when you've played that much football. But not for the top four, not having a, a campus site to host. You know, you're you're yeah. back in the bigger venues. But if you know, if so, I, I, there's the benefit there of of being a five seed or you know, you know, five six seven where you're hosting. Like that's a cool thing. That like a playoff game in your home campus at that time of the year, depending on where you are in the country, that is a big deal. Especially if I think about South Bend being able to host a playoff game in December in South Bend, whatever that might look like as far as weather that's where the old school college football fan of me really does actually like that prospect. I just, I'd be curious that when the dollars and cents are down and it comes down to what you're making compared to what you could make and not having that opportunity to have a week off, if you're putting your football program in the most beneficial, beneficial situation to have a path. Those are the questions that well, I think it, I, I th- I'm going to stay away from that. I, I think at the end of the day, Whatever happens with Notre Dame is dictated by NBC. Yep. I think we both agree on that. Uh, does NBC have enough money to make Notre Dame happy? Mm-hmm. And does Notre Dame also play the Big Ten power card? 
because we have the Big Ten. Yep. And would Notre Dame be happy with playing second fiddle to the Big Ten? We we don't know these what they want to do, but boy, they are they're they're stuck into their independence. Yeah, they've hung on there. Uh, you're you're and, not you're not wrong. And yesterday they were like, yeah, okay. We knew we weren't going to be a top four, but now we have one of seven chances. I'll take that over one of six, I guess. Oh, man, win one for the <laughs> Gipper. All right, Brandon Vogel is going to join us here in a little bit. It's Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone.